Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Daddy TV Podcast. My name is Big Chief Daddy, I'm with... FJB! Hey, what's going on, buddy? Man, it's going good, man. That's good, we had some crazy uh, divisional games this weekend, didn't we not? Yes, um, yes we did, and uh, I'm going to already go ahead and announce two things real quick. One... I was one and three on my picks. I feel very bad. Um, from now on, I'm going to decide not to do, make my picks so emotional. Um, if anybody who knows FJB knows, I can't stand Tom Brady. And I'll leave that alone right there for now. But also, I want to say we are live on FJB's Sports Daddy TV podcast. We are streaming live on Instagram as well. Um, welcome for those of you who are following. Anybody have any questions, please let me know. So what's up, Big Chief? Hey, nothing much, man. Nothing much. Let's uh let's get right into it. I uh I believe in my picks. I was uh, uh three four four as far as the spread goes on that last night's game. I was hoping for another touchdown, but didn't get it. But you know, actually, you know what? I was two for two. Uh, Dallas did not. Uh, I didn't, didn't get covered. I so after that, but let's get right into it. We will be talking about. Let's just get into the uh, Dallas game. We'll, we'll start off with that game, not no particular order. I think we all know what game we'll save for last. Um. So Dallas goes down thirty to twenty-two. And didn't I not tell you? Run the ball. Hashtag pressure off golf. Yeah, you hit me with that. Um, I'm going to have to be straight up. I uh, I was wondering why they didn't unleash Dak. Dak has proven that he can throw downfield if you just let him throw it. But something tells me that that playbook didn't have any plays for Dak to throw downfield. Okay, so what if I told you that your leading receiver for Dallas Cowboys would be Michael Gallup for six catches and 119 yards, you would tell me what? Dude, that Michael Gallup played his butt off. I I also want to say one thing about the Dallas Cowboys. And one thing I don't think people realize, I am in no way, shape, or form a Dallas Cowboy fan. But I think you guys should be pretty excited about your future. I could see Dallas being a perennial 10 to 11 win team every year for the next five to six years. Even with, Um, hold on, hold on one second. Even with uh, your boy Garrett as the head coach. If Garrett stays the head coach. Now, if you go out and get a better head coach, you know what? Scratch that. If you get, if Jerry Jones comes out and says, I'm getting rid of uh, Scott Linehan and I'm getting a better mm-hmm. offensive coordinator that is more Dak friendly, then you won't have any, you won't have any issues. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Yeah. Let me I think. Go ahead, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Offensive coordinator. 
Well, let me let me hit you with the rest of the stats. Uh, Dak was uh, 20 for 32 for 266 yards, zero picks, and one touchdown. And Ezekiel Elliott, this is a hard stat to 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 believe. 20 carries, 47 yards, and only one touchdown. Run the ball, Dallas Cowboys. Run the ball. Hold on. How are you going to run the ball when the identity hasn't been set by the offensive coordinator what you want to do? But I thought Dallas had the better offensive offensive line in this game. They did have the better offensive line in this game. But you have to understand, one, they don't particularly have an identity. They're still trying to choose between Dak and Zeke. And personally, when I when I saw that game, I kept yelling for more Dak. I kept yelling for more Dak. I, I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of Ezekiel Elliott, man. But it, like, I like Ezekiel Elliott, but everybody says, well, oh, he's the bell cow. He's this, he's that. You just saw what happens when you put the whole back on Ezekiel Elliott's back. You just saw what happens when you put the team on Ezekiel Elliott's back. All right. He's not going to run you to a Super Bowl. Okay, we'll get with the Rams stats. Jared Goff, 15 for 28, 186 yards, zero plays, zero picks. Robert Woods, six catches for 69 yards, no touchdown. And the story of the night. Run, C.J. Anderson. Run, 23 carries for 123 yards and two TDs. What's going on? I called for a Todd Gurley show. Who is this C.J. Anderson? Are you saying who is the C.J. Anderson, or are you saying, like, who is C.J. Anderson? Like, who, who is C.J. Anderson? The last time, is this, gotta be, is this the same guy that was in Denver? Yep, same guy, except 10 pounds heavier and a beer gut. And a beast. Uh, he's more of the, uh, the Rams got thunder and thunder, not thunder and lightning. No, they got fam and bat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all in all, Jared Goff played okay. Um, we all talked before. He didn't have. He doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. I mean, Robert Woods, come on, sixty-nine yards for Robert Woods. Uh, it was the Gurley and Anderson show. They ran up and down the field. That offensive line. Surprised the heck out of me against that defense of Dallas. I mean, that that where was your where were your boys the linebackers you were talking so big about before? Where, where were they at? Brander. Okay. Mm-hmm. First things first. Uh, the linebackers. They kept switching out Sean Lee with Van Der Esch, and they kept switching out Smith to try and keep everybody fresh, and it kept everybody off. So that's one. Two. Um. It didn't. It, it 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 didn't bother you that there was no safety help from Dallas at all, and on if I go back three clicks from what you just said about the quarterback from the Rams, statistically, did anybody realize is Dak played better than him in the QBR? No, nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah, but if I told you the leading rusher in this game was going to be C.J. Anderson and not Ezekiel Elliott, you would you told me you're crazy. Yes. Yeah. So. I, yeah. So the the the, other man, the star of the night was the, was the Rams running game, and they will be going on to a go to the conference championship game, which brings me to my next game. Which honestly, I believe is going to be the game of the night. 
um, Sunday night. The defending champions go down. The Cinderella story is over for Nick Foles as New Orleans wins 20 to 14. And it was a lot closer than that. If you're Alshon Jeffries, how are you feeling this morning? Oh, man. Um, Everybody knows I have my problem with the Philadelphia front office. But let me go ahead and comment on that real quick. Everybody that I didn't like, they have fired. So I'm back enjoying Philadelphia football again because uh, I have to speak about the history about this real quick. Um, Jimmy Johnson. If you guys don't know anything about 1990s Philadelphia Eagles football, then there's nothing. He is by far my favorite defensive coordinator of all time. And now I'm getting to my point. Just hear me out. Philadelphia was very fun physical back then. And watching this game, they are one Brian Dawkins away from being that fun, physical team again. Of course, Brian Dawkins is a Hall of Famer. That's not going to be easy to replace. But that being said, Nick Foles is the man. Even though he seemingly got quotation marks, seemingly got shut down for two quarters in the game and the Saints did everything they could to stop Philly Philly was inside the 30 yard line when that ball slipped right through Alshon Jeffrey's fingertips with the way the Saints controlled that game for basically two and a half quarters leading up to the end of the last two minutes of the game, there's no way, no how, yeah, I'm stealing it from the dude from um, ESPN, that they should have been that close. Right. Well, let me let me give you some stats. Uh, Nick Foles, 18 for 31 for uh, 201 yards, one TD, two picks, one obviously not his fault. Window Smallwood, 10 kick. 10 carries for 33 yards, and your leading reception leader was uh, Alshon Jeffrey, five catches for 63 yards, and boy, does he wish it was six catches for about uh, 74 yards. You know. For anybody who's going to tune in and watch this, or for anybody listening, did you enjoy watching Alshon Jeffries from Nick Foles? I enjoyed watching Philadelphia Eagles football. Even though the Saints technically were better in the interior throughout the game, I'm going to tell you right now, if Brian Cox does not go out the game, Philly wins this game. Got to say it. Well, yes, he, he, he was out for a little bit and they made that little drive. And, uh, you know, all I got to say is that kicker for New Orleans, he's uh, he's, he's, he's relaxing a little bit because you have a chance to make it. Well, let me, let me phrase this. Hold on. Philadelphia's defense stepped up and made that 
kicked a little bit harder than it was going to be originally. And for you to, you could been up nine and a little comfortably. And to miss that kick, you, that stadium was quiet after that missed kick. Quiet the whole, after the whole night. They were loud that whole night, except for the first quarter. And then they, they once once New Orleans started rolling. Speaking of rolling, Drew Brees, 28, for, 28 of 38 for 301, two tees, one pick. Alvin Kamara, he had an okay night. Not really great as I thought he was going to have. 16 carries for 71 yards. But the man, Michael Thomas, I think he's still catching balls and running downfield. 12 receptions, 171 yards, and one TD. He was the man. He was the man that day. Hello? You Do you agree? Yeah, I, I, he he was a man. He, I mean, you you got to give it to him, regardless. He, he was he was the man. I mean, oh no, I didn't get my fourteen point spread. I thought they were going to win by fourteen. They did win by six. It was a lot closer than that. Um, but they and were- who called? And I just wanted before you skip over that point. Who called that this would be a low scoring tight game? Uh, yeah, I give you that one. You got that one. I got the. I got the first uh, NFC game. You got the second one. You called a low-scoring game against this one. You just had you had the wrong winner. Um, but uh, that's all in all. So now you're going to have the uh, a rematch from uh, I believe week six or week nine of uh, the Saints and the Rams in the NFC Conference Championship game. So let's get to the next game. And this game here, we we have to talk about it just because it happened. But it was over in the first half, really. Uh, New England Patriots all over the LA Chargers, 41-28. And it should have even been that much. I don't uh LA Chargers got a, a couple of late touchdowns to, you know, it wasn't even that close. So um I would like to rename the um, San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. They are now the Atlantis Chargers because they belong under the sea for the way they played. Yeah. Um, uh, I, this is straight up truth, dude. There is in no way, shape, or form you have one whole week to prepare for one team in the playoffs. The first drive you give up, you played zone. The second drive you give up, you play zone. The third drive you gave up a touchdown, you gave zone. The fourth touchdown resulted in a, what was it, a punt and then a recovery by the Patriots? That resulted in a touchdown. Did you know they blitzed three times the whole game? The whole game. Tom Brady this season was the worst quarterback in the league by far against the Blitz. Oh, yeah. Nick Foles was number one, by the way. By far, Tom Brady was the worst quarterback against the Blitz. So what do you do? You play zone the whole game. 
So let me let me give you this though. I'm gonna read you some stats. You tell me who who's who's do you think um who do I think belongs to those stats? Right. Uh 25 for 51, 331, three touchdowns, one one interception, 34 for 44, 343, and one touchdown. Who goes to who? Okay, the three touchdowns for 300, and you said 34? 303 touchdowns for 331. Three touchdowns for 331. Hold on, let me write this down real quick. Hold on, I could have I brought my notebook in. Uh, I know I got something here. All right, here's this. Really? Uh, see, this is what happens. I thought I had my pen. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. This is only our second show. We're, we're getting a little bit better here and there as we go. Yep, yep. Hold on. Give me about 10 more seconds. All right. What was the completions again? What was it? It's 10. Let me give you. It was 25 or 51, 333. One, three touchdowns, one INT, 34 for 44, 343, and one touchdown. Whose stats are whose? Okay. Now, since I saw the game, but I didn't see the stats, I'm going to say, hold on real quick. Coming next. As you, we are. This is why, gentlemen, gentlemen, we are Sports Daddy that TV. Sports Daddy TV. Come daddy, in, daddy, daddy issues every time. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Okay. Thank you for sure. You did a good job on the drawing. You want me to take it off for you? Here. Now, X, be careful. We're in the middle of Sports Daddy TV. Okay, here you go. Okay. Here, here, here. Take your, take your book. No problem. Close the door, please. So Daddy can finish this episode. Okay. So, 25 of 51 for 331 and three touchdowns. And then you said 33 of 34 for what and one touchdown? 343. 33 of 34 for 343. Okay. Off the bat, I saw Phillip Rivers miss at least wide eight wide open targets. And then he yelled to the referee every single play. But the funny thing is, he was right half the time. So the 25 for 51 for 331 and three touchdowns goes to Phillip Rivers, and he had the INT. Um, and the 33 of 34 for 343 and one touchdown goes definitely to Tom Brady. And I'm going to tell you why. Because at 33 of 34, if you look closer to those stats, folks, that's what I keep saying about Tom Brady. He's no different than Alex Smith. If you put Tom Brady on another team, he's Alex Smith. If you put Alex Smith with Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, we'd be saying something completely different about a guy who has a better arm than Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady did not throw past 25 yards one time. Not once. He did not throw it down the field not one time. In this game, not once. So you're saying to me, Tom Brady is the new captain checkdown? 
the new he created the captain check down. Oh, really? All right. He, he is the president of that association. That one, I'm saying. The president? He's the owner, the creator, the establishment? The hey, they call it the TB12 Clinic. TB12 Clinic, we check down everything. Everything. He just checked down this conversation. <laughs> all right. There we go. So as far as the rushing leaders, Melvin Gordon, not a good night at all. Nine carries, 15 yards, one touchdown. Sonny Michelle, 24 carries, 129, three touchdowns. Where, where was Melvin Gordon in this game? Did, did he forget uh, to set his alarm clock? No, that was kind of the problem. When you have Ken Wisenhunt as your coach, everybody know why Melvin Gordon's yards are are bigger than they should be. He did the same thing in Arizona. He did the same thing in Tennessee. He did the same thing in Pittsburgh. He has the same exact system everywhere he goes, and he never changes it, which is the reason why I fear for San Diego next year because guess what? If they bring back Ken Wisenhunt, everybody's going to know exactly what they do because all you got to do now is hit Hunter off the line, make sure he doesn't get past 10 yards. Phillip Rivers has nobody to throw to. Or unless his receiver gets open, because we all know if it's running back and tied in, he hits those 70% of the time. The other percent of the, the other 30% of the time, Phillip Rivers will throw it deep. But he's not that great at it. He's not Russell Wilson, but he's okay at it. But then again, Tom Brady, he doesn't throw past 20 yards. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's an old man. Yeah, that old man does not throw past 20 yards. He did not do it one time on Sunday. Right. Well, the, he must have threw something because Julian Edelman, nine catches are 151 yards, and to Terrell Williams, uh, five catches for 94 yards. So, all in all, folks, this is here. You give Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare for any team. I don't care what team you are. I'm gonna beat you. And you know what? Um, Ken, I'm sorry. Everybody keeps saying Bill Belichick. I'm now going to start going to be in that guy that points out the guy who really did it. Bill Belichick prepared that defense beautifully. Beautifully. But nobody talks about the fact that Josh McDaniels sits down and does his game plan just like Tom Brady does. Um, just like Bill Belichick does with his defense. Only difference is, is Bill Belichick got no talent on that defense except for the McCourty twins. Right, and but the, uh, the Chargers were coming in hot. They were coming in pretty they hot. I mean, they, uh, hot. They didn't play that great offensively against Baltimore. They should have played better against New England. But guess what? First, they allowed New England to get the ball first. Then New England marched up and down the field on their behind for three quarters without San Diego not doing anything. That's why Phillip Rivers' numbers look better than they should be because those 331 came in the second half when New England was like, oh, yeah, dog, we won. (laughs) Yes, that is is correct. So, anyway, so that New England's going to the championship game. Whoopie, whoopie, eight years in a row. We'll see. 
Now we'll get to the game that everybody knows I was waiting for. Kansas City Chiefs and the Indianapolis Colts. And let me first say, the streak is over. The streak is over. Finally, a home playoff win for the Chiefs as we win 31-13. Man, Sorry, let me tell you. Instagram. The phone's going in and out. He's excited. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Patrick Mahomes, 27-41-278. But if I told you if we would have won and he would have had zero touchdowns, you would be saying I'm out of my mind. I know who Andy Reid is. Y'all keep forgetting who Andy Reid is. I ain't forgot. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, you know we, we think we found our little uh, salvation to, uh, to the Kareem Hunt fiasco. Damian Williams, man. This dude is he got heart. 25 carries for 129 yards and touchdown. We could move the ball against uh, you know that Pat's uh, defense. No, this is not a breakdown, folks. It's not a not we are not doing a breakdown show today, but you know, I like what I see from Williams and uh Travis Kelsey obviously is the leading reception as he always is, uh, seven catches for 108 yards. Um, Andrew Luck, 19 for 36, 203, one touchdown. Marlon Mack, I guess he ran so much lap the week before he ran he he ran out of the gas. Nine carries, 46 yards. Nine carries, nine carries, 46 yards, and uh, T.Y. Hilton four catches, 60 yards, and one touchdown is your top Colts receiver. Flat out, the Chiefs just outplayed, out schemed, outworked. A hot Indianapolis Colts team that, I'm sorry, they're a dome team. What are we playing? We played in the snow. It was snowing. In fact, I believe I saw Andy Reid yelling at one of the guys in the stands saying, use your head. Don't be not throwing snowballs on the field. And the camera caught that guy red-handed. That guy guy was red-handed. Technically, it was snow-handed. Yeah. (laughs) So what's your thoughts about this game? We all know me. I, I was so quiet. I didn't talk to nobody at the end of the game. And people were asking where I was at. I'm so superstitious that I I couldn't get on that phone yet. I really didn't uh, relax until uh, until they, when they got 31 and they made it 31-13. It was like, okay, I can relax now. Yeah, we're, we won. I believe I told you at halftime when it was 24-7, yeah. I said, for me to feel comfortable about this lead, and I think Bill Belichick's finally starting to think this way, um, I'm not going to be comfortable until we at least get down into one minute and we have the ball. So... But that being said, I believe I told you 12 points will seal this game for the Colts because the score is the the lead was so big that they just they came out and they seemed like they might be like, oh, okay, well, our quarterback got us. So but they didn't. They showed up in the second half, they finished up, they finished them off. Um Yes, yes. Andy Reid was this is the aggressiveness I've seen from Andy Reid in a long time, even going back to Philly. How many times do you want Andy Reid to go for it on fourth down, especially in the second half? 
He went for it early. He was not put, taking that foot off the pedal in this game. Well, I think he didn't really have a reason to this game. Well, he had a reason. He had a reason to not do it because if he would have did it and they would have lost another complete, if the coach would have came back on this after that Charger debacle, yeah, we would have had to put an all-lookout all APB on the Andy Reid. He might have been leaving the city quickly because, uh, yeah, I don't think NS, he, him and Bob Sutton, you know, we just saw a lot of memes come out with the bird box thing on the head of uh, Andy Reid and uh, Bob Sutton today. Today, if that was the case. So we'll see. We got uh, so now it's going to be New England versus Kansas City, and then uh, the Chiefs' first ever uh, AFC Championship game at home. Now they were in an AFC Championship game back in '94, I believe, against the uh, Buffalo Bills, and uh, the Bills destroyed them. I believe the score final score was like 31. Um, 17 or something something weird something weird I, but uh, I think this crowd will be hyped and I can't wait to see it and I can't wait to talk about it after the game is over right so let me give you a couple quick little notes real quick on uh, some stuff I heard today Tyler Murray is going into the uh, draft he will be going declaring the to forego baseball um, it looks like for right now. And also, I heard Byron Leftwich will be the new offensive coordinator for Tampa Bay Bucks. Bruce Arian decided to bring him in. And that would be, looks like a pretty good, uh, pretty good fit there, maybe for Jameis uh, to get Byron Leftwich. Uh, your thoughts? Um, from my understanding, the day after Bruce Arians got signed, he contacted Byron Leftwich. Um, Byron Leftwich said, I don't know because he was already contracted. Um, but then when he found out that he was being released because the staff was being released, then he decided to join. And it was, uh, there was no, everybody keeps saying Byron Leftwich is the next guy at coordinator. And honestly, I didn't think he did a bad job when he came over and took over for the play calling for my Arizona Cardinals. I will say this, though. The rumor's out. The reason why Kyler Murray, the real reason why Murray decided that he wasn't going to play baseball, here this one, he might get drafted one to, number one overall to the Arizona Cardinals. You heard it here first on Sports Daddy TV and... I don't know if I'm happy about that, but I'll say this much. We have the right offensive players to run a zone scheme RPO offense, which is a finesse style of what Philly does. But if we draft better offensive linemen, we'll be a more physical established because that's what our owner and GM want to be. They want to be a more physical, established offensive team, whether if that's passing or running. Well, if, you know, I think they should get Murray. Um, I'm not high on Rosen. I never have been on, uh, on Rosen. Mr. Hot Tub, Time Machine himself, Josh Rosen, I think, uh, yeah, I, I would go with Murray. And like I've told you before, I'm going to give you this. In the next uh, 10 years, 
all teams in the NFL will be doing a run pass option and the area of the pocket passer I believe is over uh, I, don't, I don't I don't think that's going to happen anymore I think the pocket passer days are done bring all the clip I'm telling you they are teaching this stuff kids at Pop Warner High School college for the pros RPO. Let me tell you this, fans. Uh, just a real quick thing about uh, uh, Big Chief and myself. I am the old school guy. I like to watch games where defenses win championships. Oh, and guess what? They still do and always will. He's happy about this new 51-54 scoring NFL. Don't nobody want to see a team one-side football. Don't nobody want to watch that. That's why I'm looking forward to the XFL. Now, I will say this much. Yes, sometimes you can see the guys trickling to the end zone quite often and you get excited. But there's no magic. There's no there's no man they really earned it. It's oh, that guy was just faster than that guy. Like for an example, when Randy Moss came to the league, it was exciting when it was a blip but guess what? Now everybody's doing it. Now it's a trend. And it's like, what is the one thing everybody's saying? Well, oh, they don't play defense. Well, oh, they don't have anybody. Oh, they don't have anybody. Now everybody's complaining because the offensive score too much. I believe in the next 10 years, if this continues and there's more rules for the offense and nobody thinks about the defense, there's going to be more complaining and there will be cheering. Not even close, my friend. People love touchdowns. And I'm also looking forward to the AAF. That's coming up, I believe, this year, right? The AAF. All touchdowns not created equally, my friend. We shall see, buddy. Everybody likes touchdowns. Everybody likes scoring. Really? Everybody likes touchdowns. So let me ask you a question. The MVP of the league this year didn't throw a touchdown. How'd that make you feel? Nervous. Nervous, Mr. 50 touchdown pass himself didn't touchdown, but and we had a big lead. Because listen, our defense, it came to play. Okay? Our oh, defense finally came oh, to play. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. You can't say that because you love touchdowns. I do. I love scoring. 31 points. <laughs> But who helped win the game for the Colts? Who helped win the game for the Chiefs this weekend? 31 points. Like who showed up? Oh, yes. The defense did show up. I'll give you that. I like defense also, but I like scoring. Okay? The game, 20 to 14, it was a little in. Eh. And the only reason why it was a little bit interesting is because the 14 quick points, bam, that Eagles put on the Saints. It was like boom. Guess what? New Orleans, we're here to we're here to stay, and we're gonna knock you out of this in your home in your home field. And then here came New Orleans offense, and boom. I told you Breeze was gonna have a day. He had three hundred yards, two touchdowns. And it's funny that you mentioned that. How did the end of that game end? On a missed field goal. No. The wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles dropped the ball in the red zone. If he didn't drop that ball, 
Nick Foles is scoring. Again, offense though. Offensive. Scoring. Yeah, scoring. But again, it is on a defensive but, but, misplay. No, but did the defense cause that? No. It slipped through his fingers. He didn't oh, now you want to talk about oh, now you want to talk about defenses. Okay, I thought we were still talking about touchdowns. No, I'm okay. talking about the defense is the reason why that the Philadelphia Eagles were in this game from jump. And if Cox didn't leave the game for most of the game, Eagles win this game hands down. Plain and simple. All right. He's, he, he's right under Aaron Donald. The only difference is, is I believe he's better than Aaron Donald. Okay, we're gonna we're I'm gonna take this to a poll question in in a little bit. I'm gonna put on there. When you're watching the NFL, you would you like to see scoring or do you like to see defense? And we will see for a fact. Which one, which one, uh, which one takes the uh, the win on that one? You can vote on us, facebookcom TV blog or at SportsDaddyTV. But we will leave it right there. Um, this has been uh, one heck of an episode. Again, congratulations to my Kansas City Chiefs on breaking that record and going on staying at home. And what I hear might be another cold, cold, uh, snowy game in Arrowhead. I hope the Chief fans really bring it that day. We will be doing a preview episode later on, probably in, a, I want to say, in a couple of days. I'll try to get that episode out to you by Thursday um, before the playoffs start to let you know who we think will be going to Atlanta for the Super Bowl. Anyways, my name is... Okay. Also, hold on. Also, I want to thank the people who chimed in, um, who watched for a little bit on um, Netflix Live. Um, also, just saying this, we will be posting the next episode maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm going to see if I can get it done and post our next episode on Facebook on our Sports Daddy TV. So not only can you watch it, you can also listen to it. Oh, all right. Once again, my name is Big Chief Daddy. And this is FJB. With Sports Daddy TV, the podcast. Catch you guys later. We out.